The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, glad again to have you join NUMA Podcast. The text for today is the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verse number 10 to 19. Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me, and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. I have declared and have saved, and I have showed when there was no strange God among you. Therefore ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, that I am God. Yea, before the day was, I am He, and there is none that can deliver out of my hand. I will work, and who shall let it? Thus saith the Lord your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake I have sent to Babylon, and have brought down all their nobles, and the Chaldeans, whose cry is in the ships. I am the Lord your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus saith the Lord, which maketh a way in the sea, and a path in the mighty waters, which bringeth forth the chariot and horse, the army and the power. They shall lie down together, they shall not rise, they are extinct, they are quenched as tow. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing, now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness, and rivers in the desert. Join me as I pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, thank you once more for yet another time. A privilege to bring your word to the world. I ask today that you will inspire the sound of my voice so that as many that will listen to this podcast will be blessed. Lord, I ask also that you will illuminate the understanding of the listeners of this podcast. Thank you, Father, for the struggles that we have to go through these days. But I know one thing for sure that you are able to see us through this wilderness. Thank you, Father, for in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. The title of this podcast is A Way in the Wilderness. A Way in the Wilderness. This title may seem incongruous for a message in the new year. However, 
a wilderness is practically an uncharted territory, a strangely strange land, which is the case with us today. The world as we know it has been on downward roller coaster since the COVID-19 pandemic hits us. It has damaged society all around and greatly altered our way of living. Although there appears to be a glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel, because science has taken substantial steps to restrain the destructive impact of the pandemic. It is little too late because of the human cost to us. However, in all of these quagmires, there is a real prospect of healing and restorations of lives if we recognize the hands of the creator and master of the universe as the answer to our trepidations. It is for these reasons that I bring to you today the character and element of this great God of salvation who asserted himself in our key text. That is Isaiah chapter 43 verse 10 to 19. This passage not only opened our eyes to the sovereignty of God, but also his magnanimity towards all of his creations. I therefore invite you, brothers and sisters, to journey with me as we explore together some of them. The systematic presentation of God in Isaiah chapter 43 verse 10 to 19 is mind-blowing, especially for the authentic child of God. In the opening declaration, that's verse 10, God categorically referred to his target audience as my witnesses. Notice the possessive prominence employed here. You are my witnesses. How wonderful can it get, brothers and sisters? This beautiful declaration reminds me of 1 John chapter 3 verse 1a, which demonstrates our intimate relationship with the Lord because of the agape love of God. It says, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Wonderful. This line of thought is important to the child of God if we must claim our place in God, especially at a time when everyone is asking the fundamental question. Does God really exist? If he does, then where is he? They are right to ask, but we have been declared as witnesses to God's existence. And that is why this opening pitch in Isaiah 43, 10 to 19 is very important as collaborated in 1 John chapter 3 verse 1a. Furthermore, 
the facts in these scriptures should encourage us to think deeply about our own spiritual identities in God for our special status as witnesses stroke servants because we do not expect that God Almighty will count on us in this measure and level of witness in authenticating his very existence to all. Yet, God expects us to be witnesses for him so that others might know him through and through as they pass by through their wildernesses. In these scriptures and in other places, I believe we have been particularly commissioned to say to the world that God is good no matter what wilderness we may be in and that he is who he says he is and he will do what he has done for our progenitors by making a way through previous wildernesses. But remember that this kind of authentic witness is possible only if we ourselves are experiencing God's transforming power. As a disciple of Jesus Christ, you must have experienced wilderness several times at different levels in your work with God. However, in this present and vast wilderness, I would like to encourage you out there to make deliberate effort to recognize that God has created a way in the wilderness which you must follow. It is here, right before you, and it is now. It is your new season to take. You ask in your mind, I know all this, I have read the scriptures, but what do I do? Where do I begin? My dear brothers and sisters, let me show you some of the steps that will help you recognize and guide you through the venomous wilderness into your victorious heaven this new year. Remember, we have established earlier your identity, who God said you are. That is an important first step. The scripture says in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14, But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumphant procession and through us spread the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. We have the benefit of uh, divine intervention and guidance as we travel through the wilderness and most importantly of the victory already delivered. We just have to key in to access it. Verse number 13 of Isaiah 43 says, Yes, and from ancient days I am he. No one can deliver out of my hand. When I act, who can reverse it? Brothers and sisters, this is telling of the mighty power of God to depend on as God declared his supremacy over all. He is an intentional and dependable God. He is not to be compared with other gods, I mean the ones with small letters. 
it is hard these days to comprehend because of the competing existence of false gods in individuals and governmental systems of this world that seeks to undermine the one true God. The next two verses, that is verse 14 and 15 of Isaiah 43, accentuates the interests God has in those that put their trust in him and his ability to deliver. It says this, This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. For your sake I will send to Babylon and bring down as fugitives all the Babylonians in the ship in which they took pride. I am the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's Creator, your King. This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. Here, Brothers and sisters, God Almighty identifies himself as guardian of his people and is able to bring order into their lives and subdue all opposing and militating factors down just for the sake of those that trust him. By this gesture, God is attesting, he is affirming, controlling, and promising what he would do. Just imagine how great a God we are privileged to serve. A God that is able to go all out of his way to make a way for us where there is no way. You and I are so blessed to be in the service of this wonder-working God. This is why we must employ every means to make this God known to all people everywhere. Thankfully, with COVID-19 challenge, the body of Christ has applied itself like never before in the history of the church to reach the nooks and crannies of this world, shining the light of the gospel through Zoom and other available technologies to which we are thankful for. Here is what the Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 24 verse 14 regarding this. It says, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then finally the end will come. Friends in Jesus Christ, we are so blessed to be witnesses of the ensuing event in our lifetime. In verses 16 to 17 of Isaiah 43, God reminds the despondent people of their identity established earlier, who they are and who he is to them. This is what the Lord says, He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements, together, and they lay there, never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. 
believers in Christ Jesus, like the ancient Israel, belongs to the community that believe that the God is able to make a way through the wilderness. But sometimes it is easy to forget the past victories. And that is why a reminder was necessary to the broken Israel in challenges they faced, as we will see in the closing instructions. The important thing is that there is comfort and assurance in knowing God's authority and in obeying divine instructions. The final part of our key text today, and that's Isaiah chapter 43 verse 18 and 19, says this, Forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now, it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. These verses, in a simplistic view, appear to be contradictory to the immediate previous verses that we read, which recounted the things God did for Israel in the past and urging them to remember. But as I mentioned earlier in this podcast, there is a reason for the concurrency of these passages. The caveats in verse 18 does not cancel total obliviousness of the past. Instead, it is a recommendation to look forward, be hopeful, and trust God for what is ahead, what God is doing which must overshadow what had happened in the past. We understand this because the Bible affirms records of the past. For example, Romans chapter 15 verse 4 states, Everything written long ago was written to teach us so that we would have confidence through the endurance and encouragement which the scriptures give us. Paying due attention to the past has the propensity to undermine present and future events. It is possible to think of past victories and dwell in their shadows without realizing their powers. If Israel were to continue to remember all their past experiences in Egypt, they would have difficulty in deciphering their negative and positive impact on their ensuing wilderness experience, as they did in Numbers chapter 11 verse 4 to 6, which says the misfits among the people had a craving and soon they had the people of Israel whining. Why can't we have meat? We ate fish in Egypt and got it free. To say nothing of the cucumbers and melons and leeks and onions and garlic. But nothing tastes good out here. All we get is manna, manna, manna. This complaint, brothers and sisters, about trivial things disallowed them from seeing and understanding the importance of their journey. And this can be the same to us too. Just imagine the thought of mere cucumber, melons, leeks, onions, and garlic have the power to distract them from the plan of God for their lives. In the same way, brothers and sisters, this could have 
impact on our lives too. Those things that really don't matter in our past. Even if it were, was a good experience. Consequently, Paul in the New Testament wasted no time in echoing the importance of relegating the past to the past when he writes to the Philippian church. And that is in Philippians chapter 3 verse 13. Paul says this, Brothers and sisters, I myself don't think I have reached it, but I do this one thing. I forget about the things behind me and reach out for the things ahead of me. For many of us, putting the past in the past may be difficult, but when we do, we will realize that it makes our work with God easier because what it means is that we are totally dependent on God for today and for tomorrow which brings us uh, to that concluding part of the podcast today, Isaiah chapter 43 verse 19. Isaiah 43 19 is one of the passages of scriptures I cherish so much. And this is what it says, I am going to do a brand new thing. See, I have already begun. Don't you see it? I will make a road through the wilderness of the world for my people to go home and create rivers for them in the desert. This fascinating scripture means that God will make a way in the unanticipated places of our world, in our life. It could be our work, it could be in our family, it could be friendship, it could be anything. But God is sure in business of making everything new. Practically, and to the first listeners, God meant the wilderness between Judea and Babylon. However, to you out there, my brothers, and to you, my sister, it means the wilderness of the troubles of this world and all the miseries that comes with it. As I bring this podcast to conclusion, I would like to say that regardless of all the uncertainties around us today, we must learn not to depend on ourselves or by resigning to our own devices. Let us understand the sovereign nature of God he is God of new things. He plans to make all things new for us, for you, and for me. He wants to make a way in the wilderness and above everything else, God wants to realign our hearts with his. That is why he said, don't you see it? I will make a road through the wilderness of the world for my people to go home and create rivers for them in the desert. What else do we expect in 2021? What can we expect in 2021? It doesn't matter what is going on around us. We can expect one thing, that God is making all things new and he wants us to know it. God bless you. Let us pray.
Father God, I thank you once more for this time with my brothers and my sisters around the world. I know, Father God, that so many of us are going through spiritual surgery, even in the face of COVID-19 and all that it comes with, loss of job, struggles in the family, and so many other things that we cannot even remember. But Father, you are still in the business of making all things new. I pray today for the one who have just listened to this podcast and the one who will be listening, God, that they will understand, they will see the things that you're making new so that they can hope, so that they can wait and walk through this road in the wilderness of this life. And with this, Father, I say thank you for being there for us in these difficulties. And thank you for answering these prayers in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and soon coming King. Amen.
Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.